From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Welcome. Hello. You're listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker, Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. I'm thrilled to welcome Tracy Garbowski, who's the Executive Vice President of Marketing at Carbone Fine Food. Hello, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Hi, guys. How are you? Doing well. Thanks Excited for asking. To nice to have you. So, Thank you. Tell us about a Carbone Fine Food. Just tell us. We want to know about you, and we want to know about the company, and I know that you have some um, pretty cool products there, so we want to talk about some of that, too. But let's start yeah. with who you are, your marketing journey, and then tell us why you joined Carbone Fine Food and why they wanted you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, all the good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you could say I have a, a, a strong love and a deep passion for CPG. I would say, you know, my career has really been concentrated in this industry for over 20 years. And uh, although I would say the majority of my experience has been in brand management, the early years of my career were really focused on building a strong foundation as a marketing leader with roles in both marketing research and category management. And I say that because I think it's, it's good background, um, and it's really set me up for um, some of my most recent roles. Prior to my current position as the EVP of marketing at Carbone Fine Food, which I started in 2022, I've had the benefit of helping to build and grow quite a wide range of food and personal care brands, ranging from Dan and Light and Fit, Kool-Aid, mm. Banana Boat, mm. Chic Hydro, and Playtex, um, all fun stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but, um, I was thinking as you were talking and, and just thinking about our guests we had before, like you've been in CPG, a lot of CPG is food. It's not all food, um, but yeah. no, and this is food. How important are, is their expertise within that industry for what you do? I mean, is food that different from other things? Is is that helpful I, or does it not matter? Yeah, I mean, it, it was funny, actually, because when I made the transition between food and personal care, I was actually questioned of like, how how can I make that transition and and do I have the experience? Is it transferable? And I would say, you know, there are some nuances and spe- you know specificities within the food industry. But generally, when you're when you're working within the retail environment, you know, the knowledge base is pretty transferable across categories. Mm-hmm. Is what mm-hmm. what I have found. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Sure. That's, That's good to cool. know. Yeah, That's awesome. I, I'm hoping that because I think our students w- would like to hear that. So uh, we have many yeah. students who listen to this podcast. So it'd be nice to hear. Yeah. That. yeah. So, um, so I interrupted you, but tell us uh, what brought you to Carbone and, and why why you were attracted to go yeah. there. Yeah. Um, you know, with each of the steps in my career progression, I I really sought out to take on new and unique unique opportunities that have helped me to grow as a marketer. And I think when I was approached with the opportunity at Carbone Fine Food, I was truly interested in being able to develop a brand that had already realized strong success in another industry. And in, in this instance, it was the, re- the restaurant industry mm. and extending that same level of brand strength and success oh, into CPG, mm-hmm. which 
I'm sure you've talked to many other businesses and brands. That's not always easily mm. transferable. Mm-hmm. And I think for me as a marketer, it was an interesting challenge to interesting. take on. Mm-hmm. So Carbone is Italian-American restaurants. Were they like all over the, the U.S. or are they in certain areas? Yeah. So I can give you guys a, a brief um, history on the restaurant and sort of how that, you know, turned into the CPG brand that we are today. Mm-hmm. Um the Carbone restaurant, it originated in New York City a little over 10 years ago. The Carbone rice restaurant over that period of time, it's really become one of the city's timeless institutions. Mm. If you haven't been there, it really pays homage to the Italian-American restaurants of the mid-20th century or that Rat Pack era. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's a big culture around that. Yep. Of mm-hmm. out, yeah. Um, they're now up to four U.S. locations, oh. um, and I would say if you haven't been there, Carbone is really more than just a restaurant, right? It's It does serve delicious, you know, exceptionally well-prepared food by award-winning chefs, but the settings, they're elegant but unpretentious, and the energy is just off the charts. Every detail of the dining experience at Carbone is well orchestrated and every detail is thought out and it really creates a unique experience. And I don't know if you've seen some of the recent headlines, but the Carbone restaurant is actually the most in-demand reservation in the U.S. today. Whoa. So everyone wants to go. Wow. (laughs) Everyone wants to go and it's definitely a difficult uh, reservation to secure. But if you can go, I highly recommend. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Where are the so four? Fast forward. Are, are, is there one in Miami, or is yeah? yeah so it's um, New York, Miami, I, Dallas, and Las Vegas. I've been to the one in Miami. Now I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. That is such a wonderful place. And when you talk about yeah. the Italian American scene, the, it yeah. it is you feel like you're somewhere else. You know, I'm, mm. it's not a normal restaurant. You're absolutely right. Now I know exactly. Yeah, so you're taking all that culture, yeah. and when um, did they decide to go into CPG then? Yeah, so just over two years ago, the the founders and the owners of Carbone Restaurant, which includes Chef Mario Carbone, Chef Rich Teresi, and Jeff Zelaznik, they partnered with our CEO, Eric Skay, who had previously served as the CEO of Reos. So obviously he had a lot of um, experience and expertise in the the pasta sauce category. And so together they introduced a line of our Carbone pasta sauces so that everybody nationwide would have the opportunity to be able to enjoy the taste of Carbone at home. Um, So really just like the award-winning Carbone restaurant, all of our pasta sauces, they are delivering that authentic, flavorful taste that really we're hoping to, you know, deliver that same level of enjoyment as one would experience in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. We use a very traditional homemade process. All of our sauces are slow cooked in small batches and really crafted with the highest quality and premium ingredients Mm. like 100% Italian tomatoes. We're using fresh garlic, Mm. fresh onions, fresh picked herbs, and it's really (laughs) delivering a taste that's unmatched in the category. Interesting. Um, and I, 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 I know I mentioned this, that, that we have founders that are chefs, but really it's chefs Mario Carbone and Rich Teresi. They oversee the entire process of our, our sauce production from start to finish, from choosing the farms that we've sourced the ingredients from mm. to really testing every single batch that we make to make sure that the quality stands up to, to what they you know have built through their restaurant. Interesting. Tracy Garbowski, 
uh, Executive Vice President of Marketing for Carbone Fine Food. I have a question for you that's fascinating to me, and Barbara talks about this all the time. Yeah. And it's the idea of, I had an experience once where, you know, I, I go to the, I go to a particular restaurant I like a lot, and then I ordered it and brought had it brought in through Uber Eats, and it was just really different because I didn't have yeah. the, the ambiance and the restaurant experience as part of, the product. So when you move from that incredible experience that everyone's tr- dying to get into at the restaurants and you bring yeah. it into the home, how do you yeah. make sure that, I mean, you've got the intrinsics there, obviously with the super high quality ingredients, but are there things that you can do to try to make that experience also live and breathe outside of the restaurant? Is that a concern? Is that, you know, is that something that that's part of the decision calculus and so on? Yeah. I mean, certainly as we have, started to continue to build the brand for Carbone Fine Food, we really want to drive a connection with our consumers beyond just the taste and quality, right? And I think, you know, most recently, we just, you know, only being two years young, we, one of our key objectives for this business is to grow awareness, make more people aware of Carbone, because there is still a limited, um, you know, awareness of our brand today in the US. And so with that, as I mentioned before, one of the key differences in our product in comparison to all, you know, the many brands that are in the category is the fact that we are restaurant quality. Um, and we know based on our research that that is a key purchase driver for people in the category. And so it was really imperative. We, we recently developed a new creative campaign mm. to, again, to your point, how do we bring that experience through to the brand mm-hmm. and sort of embody and, and bring it to life for consumers so they can have a deeper connection with us beyond just the product. And so mm-hmm. recently we, we did, we did develop a creative campaign. It is called all that at home. Ah, <laughs> so well, it actually yes. speaks to yep. exactly what you were just talking to, but through this campaign, it's really a unique, I don't know if you guys have seen any of the the recent advertisements, but it's a really unique and attention grabbing approach that immerses and takes the audience through all that makes that Carbone restaurant experience oh, so nice, special and nice. puts, it, puts it inside the jar for people to experience and enjoy at home. Um, and so it's been a really, I would say, challenging campaign to develop because we really needed to find the ways to to bring that restaurant experience to life for people who maybe haven't experienced it themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and get them to understand um, and appreciate it. So, so we just recently launched that campaign at the end of September. Um, and it's, you know, we're, we've got media across TV streaming platforms, social nice. media, billboards mm-hmm. in some key markets. So hopefully the audience has so, seen it. <laughs> so that's really interesting. Okay, so America's is talking about a very important part. How do you get the brand message around? I mean, like the brand meaning, in some sense, the brand identity, the brand experience. If people haven't yeah. heard it, you've got an awareness issue. But more than that, you really want to get this real, you know, Italian-American restaurant image into the brand. When yeah. I've done a lot of work in CPG and in and grocery and things like that, and there's a famous... FMI study, Food Marketing Institute study, which says in CPG, which in the end this is, this is a product that people are buying for at-home cooking, Mm -hmm. that 66% of the decision is being made in the store. Mm. And so that it's possible that there's a lot more opportunity to do this messaging that you're talking about in the store through either end items or or demonstrations or the recent um, advent of retail media networks and doing messaging that are closer to purchase. Yeah. Um, 
Um, but it's a complicated message because you want to create this. It's restaurant quality. Right. You got like 10 seconds. People are standing in front of the pasta sauce. <laughs> I, uh, you know, yeah. aisle. So you don't have a lot That's of time to make that decision. Yeah. But I well, would argue if you could make it in the store at that point of purchase, it might be more effective. Mm. What do you think about That's that way of thinking? Yeah. yeah, no, I think I think we've certainly considered that. And it's a major component of our marketing plans that we develop. We, we do have a considerable amount of our budget is dedicated to what you're, you know, what you're referencing in terms of shopper marketing and, and really communicating them to them closer, you know, further down the funnel. Um, I think smartly what we have done with our brand is many of the elements that exist within the restaurant are things that we have replicated and carried through to the CPG brand. Mm. So things like if you if you've ever been to the restaurant, you have seen the oversized menu that has a very beautiful illustration mm. um, of the originating oh. location in New York. Mm-hmm. That is the same illustration oh, and image that is on our package. Um, the same branding. So we we've adhered to a lot of the same elements that exist within the restaurant and carried that through. And I think. If you actually approach the shelf for pasta sauce, which is a very mm. highly fragmented, mm-hmm. um, there's there is quite a sea of brands when you approach that shelf. Carbone stands out, right? It is a white label um, with that illustration, really embodying the restaurant, and it captures people's attention. And I think we've done some recent research. People people really Carbone is a standout as being a very modern and trendy brand. Mm. Um, and that has really helped us break through up to this point because, you know, only two years young, we haven't really invested from a media and a marketing standpoint until the last few months. So it really was and has been the shelf that has mm-hmm. helped us mm-hmm. get to where we are mm-hmm. today. Interesting. Um, so I think replicating a lot of those elements and carrying through and being consistent with the branding and the strategy from what was built through the restaurant has been really important and key for us. So I think one of your cool campaigns is the spicy vodka sauce. Is that like one of your leading? <laughs> Ooh, um, baby. Is, yeah, is that something okay. you're leading? Now with? we're talking. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're at the perfect time. We're going to make everybody's mouths water. Yeah, yeah it's know. dinner time. It exactly. is. Yes, Hopefully yes. they'll pull the cars over and go buy a bottle. Um <laughs> Yeah, if if you haven't heard of spicy vodka sauce, um, you know, when we had initially launched Carbone Pasta Sauces in the marketplace back in 2021, we had faced so much tremendous outreach and demand from those Carbone fans asking us to introduce this world famous spicy vodka sauce. But as you can imagine, you know, Carbone Spicy Rigatoni Vodka Dish is arguably their most popular dish in the restaurant. It is the most photographed dish on social media, and there is countless people attempting to hack the dish. I'm sure you guys have probably come across Pinterest posts and recipes and videos of people trying to figure out how to replicate and make this dish at home. Um, So we knew it was incredibly important for this product to really deliver against those high expectations of our consumers and make sure that it upheld to the quality standards of the restaurants. I'm going to have to cut you because we're out of time, but you are definitely making us want to eat that. Tracy, thank you so much for joining us and for telling us about this exciting new brand. That's all we have time for today. We'd like to thank our producers, Dan Simpkins and Dana Cash. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We replay our show several times throughout the week. You can follow our show on Twitter at SXM 
XM Marketing, and you can follow Business Radio at SXM Business for information about our programming. And take a look at Knowledge at Wharton website to see all the Wharton podcasts of which we're the best. Thank you all for listening today. We'll be back next week. Till then, this has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn here with America's Read, Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.